Hi, I'm Katrin. Yes, and I'm Morgan. Hello. Ooh. Welcome to the podcast that is called... It's called the University Pod. The University Pod. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Because it's a podcast about university. Yeah, so do you want to maybe elaborate on that? <laughs> sure. And um, basically, what we're going to be doing is going through topics that relate to your university experience and then looking at them from different views and different systems. So we're going to have guests from different countries. We're also going to elaborate with our experiences. So this we're just talking about Freshers Week, right? Yes, exactly. So Morgan, you're from the UK, born and bred. I am. Yes. What is Freshers Week? Freshers Week is the tone setter for the rest of your university experience, at least in theory. So the idea is you come to university, you don't know anyone. You've just got arrived, usually in a new place, and you need to basically break the ice and make friends. And you're a fresher because you're a first year. And it consists of eating a lot of junk food, going to the fair and and like finding out what stuff is on for you and, yeah. and who you can so, become friends with and stuff. The stereotypical way it pans out is that you go out and you get drunk like every night and then yeah. and then you hypothetically knuckle down. As an international student, I think I got more from Freshers Week than just that because for us, they put on events specifically to teach about the Scottish system. Right. So it's also a way if you're coming from a different country to learn how to use healthcare systems, how to use the buses. This is how university and life actually looks like here, which I thought was quite helpful. Yeah. We are going to have three guests on and also elaborate a little bit on our own experiences, I would say. I'm from Denmark, so I have a few hints about that experience. For example, we don't have a freshers week. Instead, we have a week where you get to know your class because instead of going on courses with 200 people, you're in a class, so you go on a little trip with them and get wasted basically okay yeah so different but also not different because you do get wasted alcohol centered but it's very different i would say if i was to make a prediction i'd probably say alcohol is gonna come up (laughs) be a common threat (laughs) (laughs) maybe once or twice you can uh, elaborate a little bit on your other experience of uni so i very briefly attempted to go (laughs) attempted to to go to university in in holland how was that uh it was well you obviously didn't like it you didn't stay (laughs) okay so it didn't work out but uh and i left after like half a semester but it was fun <laughs> half a semester it was, no yeah, a full like semester that. right yeah like two thirds of the way through. how was freshers week it didn't exist it didn't exist no well there was a little um orientation week that took yeah. place late august where you went there had your orientation did a lot of drinking to be fair and then left again and then came back and then started studying yeah i feel like in a lot of european countries the focus is more so on getting you introduced to the concept of university and the academic side and then they don't really care mm. about making friends like you have to do that because a lot of people don't even move away for uni. They just stay in, where, in Europe. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at home, a lot of my friends, they just stayed close to the biggest city that they lived to, you know? Yeah. So they already had their friends because everyone goes to the same I mean, town. I mean, th- I think for British people, university is a chance to yeah. get away. But you're also younger. So I feel like Freshers yeah. Week is, to a certain extent, introduced in order to make your mom feel comfortable with you moving across the country. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed I, to I introduce you mm, to uni living I don't and, like, know how, making how, friends. And, how comfortable parents all might just yeah, be yeah, actually yeah, yeah. to um, be fair i did see a lot of people puke yeah, exactly it wasn't very no very like nice. i mean my freshers week wasn't super wild but that's because i was very much already over it to be fair we were also older when we got to uni which might have influenced it like i was 20 was i 20 or 21 it was so adorable to see like all the people being really excited to go to institute and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah morgan grew up in the, the town we go to university in at in aberdeen and junior institute is a club that does no longer exist but a club he went to when he was a school boy. I guess and say 99% of our listeners are going to be from Aberdeen University. So I feel like for that one person, we've got to explain it. Okay. Institute is a, a horrible place, apparently. I never it went. It was a horrible place. It's now dead. It doesn't exist anymore. Replaced by Attic. Which is why I don't need Not to worry fun. about like slagging it off because no one's going to come after me. 
I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so either. But our freshers week was quite different. It was I relatively tame. Yeah, yeah. But um, I did get introduced to yeah. societies actually. Punctuated by moments of intense dr- drinking. Yeah, we actually met in freshers week. I don't think Morgan remembers. No. No. Sorry. No, we went. We met on a pub crawl for Model United Nations, a society here. Do you, yeah, you don't no, remember now? No. Wow. Doesn't ring any bells. No. This is just going back to what we were <laughs> actually here to talk about. Freshers week. Freshers week, but also university in general. That's the whole. This is that's this week, but just in general, this whole little mad project that we're doing. It's to do with university. Yes. And how it differs from place to place. Exactly. We're finding out how the UK does things differently from other countries and how it might actually Not improve. Yeah, and how, how similar it, yeah. and universal your university experience is uh, with other countries and other people. Because a lot of people have the same experiences, like getting your first boyfriend or girlfriend and like going out for a drink and meeting friends and learning, which is very universal for everyone. But then the way that's conduced. The mechanics like, are. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Very different. How are we going to do that? Through interviews. Through interviews, yeah. Luckily, through our university is extremely international, so we have a lot of people we can interview and talk to and learn more who so we, that they who can... Who are we talking to today? Today, we're talking to Natalie from America. We're talking to Britain, not the country, from the person. Where? From Estonia. And yes. then Simon. I might be saying that wrong. I'm well, so he's sorry. he's going to tell us. He's going to tell us. He's from Poland. And now we've got Natalie mm-hmm. with us. Natalie's from America, but do you want to introduce yourself just a little bit? Hi, uh, I'm a student here at Aberdeen, and I'm studying environmental engineering in my third year. Yeah, and where are you from? I'm from California. How exciting. What a contrast. Yes. Yeah. So we're talking about Freshers' Week this time, and we'd like to know what your impression is of Freshers' Week in America, if there is a similar version or something like that. Does it have a name? I went to community college in America, and... I know we do have career fairs and uh, societies. There are fraternities and sororities, unlike here, which I think that that is a huge difference. In the media, there's a lot of portrayal of sororities and fraternities and things like that. So I was just wondering how much of that was true, whether or not that really matched with your reality of what you understand it to be. From what I've seen with my friends, uh, it is a huge thing. I mean, it's over-exaggerated, I think. Of course, yeah. In films, but yeah, it it does impact the way universities are in America and how people interact with each other. What about hedonism? So, I mean, obviously in the, in the UK, there's quite a well-known drinking culture. How does that compare with the United States? No, it, it's really big. Back drinking, yes, in the US. drinking and drugs. Oh wow! Even with the age restrictions on alcohol. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of underage drinking, and I think that that's kind of what Soror and fraternities are all about is the drinking culture, yeah. which is why I don't really believe in that. So the sororities and the fraternities, th- those aren't really for people who don't drink, you Yeah, well, Fair enough. Pretty much. Okay, that's interesting. Should we just explain what they are? Uh, yeah. Just to anyone who doesn't know, fraternities, that's like a brotherhood watch, you organization. You could just watch American Pie. Watch American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I watched Greek, which I really enjoyed. It was very informative. <laughs> but they're fraternities of brotherhood organizations, and sometimes you live together, but yeah. it's almost like a society that's just based in... Gender yeah. and alcohol. Yes. Yes. And yeah, then like, sororities for the female sisterhood organizations. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Just we've got that down. And they're what? Greek? <laughs> Somehow. Well, they use Greek symbols, right? Yeah. Yes. For like they're all called Greek, Greek stuff. Right? Omega, the yeah. theta. Pi. Beta. Would you say that it's it's difficult to become a part of your school's community if you're, if you're not drinking? Or is there activities that are then geared towards people who don't drink and don't want to risk the illegal part there is in drinking? That's a good question. 
question. I think that although it's a huge part of the culture on campus, I think there are opportunities for you to be involved with people who don't drink. I mean, I spent most of my life until I was 21 not drinking or doing any drugs. So I was actually able to you know, find my own path. Oh. I think mm. that there are people who can do that. How easy do you think it is? Not easy. Not easy. Yeah. Whatsoever. There are there's a lot of pressure yeah. to do. I, I would. I, that's personally my impression of the UK, for example, as well. So interesting that there's a similarity there. What about drugs? I mean, obviously in California, weed is legal. It was legal when you were there as well. Well, it wasn't quite legal when I left, but then January 2018, I think it became officially legal. Prior to that, you'd say sort of accepted and yeah. and, and, and quite widespread. Of okay. I feel like weed is way different than other sorts of drugs. We have a horrible meth and heroin problem in America as well. Yeah, so that, that epidemic, mm-hmm. does that find its way into college life or is it isolated from that? I think it's more of like cocaine. Sure. It's definitely a drug of choice for mm-hmm. college students. Because we were talking about how the drinking culture in the UK and in Europe in general is changing, so less yeah. and less people are drinking. Mm-hmm. So yeah. schools should start adapt to that. Yeah, though it does Perfect. certainly does seem that they are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's interesting to get the American perspective where I don't think that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose if your primary means of organizing groups of people is, is around, like, fraternities and sororities and their main reason for being is is, is drinking and, and that kind of thing, then... But yeah. also you went to community college, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't live in halls? You lived at home? I Yeah, I lived at home. Oh, so okay. it was a lot easier for me to kind of distance myself. When you went to college, did you know anyone going in? Or- uh, I mean, a lot of my friends from high school yeah. right. ended up going with me. Community college is a place where you can take courses and then transfer to university. Yeah. So a lot of my friends did make that option because university back home is not free. Yeah. And a lot of people chose that option because of the costs. Okay, so I, is it, I, as far as I've understood it, a lot of people do community college for the first two years mm-hmm. and then they do transfer. their final two years at university yes. right where they pay for it mm-hmm. so it's like a cutting cost benefit kind of thing yeah did you generally find it easier to make friends here when you moved well it's a way different culture here the people are so nice i mean as far as Aww. i can tell it it was a lot easier for me to become a new person yeah because everyone back there i knew everyone it yeah, was just you for college, exactly yeah. so here i was able to just uh, find a passion and join societies. It's the whole aspect of moving to another country and kind of just familiarizing myself with the world as compared to just being in one place for the rest of my life. I couldn't see myself doing that. Thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Great talking to you, Natalie. hearing about the USA is extremely interesting because you come to it, or at least I do anyway, with preconceived notions of what it's like. 100%. I thought it was interesting too how she said that it was more difficult if you didn't drink to be a part of the society and to be a part of the community at college in America than it is here. Well, 
you very much for coming, uh, Britain. Uh, first of all, I would just ask you to say a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you come from, uh, your educational background. So my name is Britain from Estonia. I'm a fourth year student studying business management and psychology. So throughout my life, I've been traveling a lot because my father is a diplomat. So that entails living three years in one country and then three years in your home country. Okay. And then you go back and forth like that. Where have you lived? Uh, so I've lived in America, New York. Uh, Sweden, London, and then Estonia. Wow. Now Aberdeen. I think you forgot one. You also lived in Hong Kong, right? Oh, yeah. Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was more like a vacation, I would say. Not uh, maybe I well, lived well, there. Well, 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 abroad, vacationing. Wow. Well, we're definitely going to get to that. So you said it was like a vacation. Um, yeah. Just when you first got... So you did a semester? Yes. It was in, 2017. Second okay, year. First semester. So when you got there, obviously you were at that point familiar with UK Freshers Week, these mm-hmm. kinds of things. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you you arrived in Hong Kong was there something like Freshers Week or how did you get settled in? So it wasn't called necessarily Freshers Week it was more like an orientation week that was a week getting to know the different faculties having inductions for every school so I was in psychology and business so going into a big lecture hall and then they would tell you all about the courses and how it works and then at uni in a hallway they had different stands you could go and ask around questions but it was more all in terms of academic stuff I didn't like get to know any societies or any sports or anything so it was more getting to know the teachers what's going to go on like during studying and stuff i remember only one fun activity that was more like networking or socializing by food and talk with different students how did you make friends then Uh, yeah (laughs) country uh you kind of very quickly found all the exchange students and that was it that that exchange students were talking to each other all the time and hanging out and then the local locals like some of them were really friendly and wanted to talk to you but it depended on their english level because Mm -hmm. they were really afraid of speaking english and you could see the contrast when they were talking to the exchange students they were trying to like socialize and be friendly but then when they turned to their friends they were like super bubbly and all these (laughs) different people and i was like oh my god so they were really anxious and you know just like scary okay so Mm -hmm. the university you were at that was those courses were all in English. Uh, the lecturers were, you know, locals. The students were locals, majority of them. A couple of exchange students in one class, and then they were talking in English. But then again, a lot of the times, like people didn't get what the English words mean, and they just started speaking Chinese. Oh my god! And then it was like English, English, and then, and then Chinese. Like... And I was like, yeah. Okay. So I didn't get the concept why it wasn't in Chinese ah, at all. Maybe some of the courses were, but all of them which I took were in English. So you said when you first arrived that you didn't get introduced to any kind of societies or stuff like that. I mean, did those even exist? Did you find them later? Or? Uh, so yeah, the society existed but still it's a mystery for me now whether it was also for the exchange students or not i feel like it was in the local language and for them there were a lot of societies and they were giving out flyers as well but i didn't understand where when can i go i tried to go to once but then i went to arrive to the location and no one was there so i was like okay i have no clue how this works if you would be studying there full time there would be like a lot of options and martial arts that we wouldn't have here and so how did you socially engage with people just go to the pub stuff like that um they don't probably have pubs do you have pubs uh, oh, the they bar. have a lot of like more bars slash like cocktail places sure. not like really pubs pubs no, not pub, pub, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. although beer was really a thing but no. i would say like drinking overall was more for exchange students it really? wasn't locally for them they in the evenings for example they hang out in their dorms everyone was on campus and then i would ask like oh what are you doing and then they playing card games board games just hanging out chilling reading books that was 
fun for them. Amazing. Or would you yeah. would, would you be invited to join, or would you be off out with the rest of the exchange students? Uh, mainly with the exchange students because we want to see around the city sure. center and different of parts of the towns. And in Hong Kong, I remember Wednesdays, and there was another day as well when they had ladies' night out. So it was free drinks oh. all daily for oh, women wow. for the ladies. Yes. For ladies. <laughs> but then also there's no male equivalent. You could bet. definitely not, Morgan. <laughs> no, 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 no. One day in the gay club, there was only females. So, so yeah. you can still go, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, yeah, one day it was dedicated for the males, and girls needed to pay. So I don't know. But it's that. generally pretty cheap to go out in Hong Kong, right? Uh, yeah, depending yeah. where you go. Buying beer from a corner shop super okay. cheap, but when you bought from nightclubs, the prices were tripled basically because women got free entrance, so the guys paid triple, double. Ah. So, you know, yeah. So it's more fun being a female exchange student in Hong Kong. Yeah, definitely. So once you got sort of settled, you were there for a semester. Yeah. When when you were settled in and all that, what was the sort of nationality makeup of your friend group? So there was a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians, okay. Yeah, Canadians were really... And then Dutch from Netherlands. A lot of there. But overall, I think... uh, Oh, and Finnish people as well. Yeah, Finland, Netherlands, and Canada. That's an odd mix. It depended if you lived on campus or off campus, because getting up place on campus was quite hard they didn't have too many spaces for exchange students so i didn't get one i remember when i first came to aberdeen mm-hmm. they had a lot of uh, events just geared towards international people in freshers mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. did you go to any of those where they talked about the healthcare system and the banking system and all that yeah that was all part of like they had stands and you kind of like could go and talk to them oh, okay. i don't remember like separate sessions for it but it was kind of mandatory to go to the ones that were talking about uni and yeah. the health system and how to to, yeah, basically the culture and what's the difference. Okay, so yeah. you were given a soft landing. Which did you enjoy more? Freshers week here in first year or not fresh, obviously mm-hmm. not called freshers week, your, fir- yeah, your first couple weeks orientation week. in uh, in Hong Kong? Uh, I feel like I didn't feel that it was orientation week because there's so much more new information, new people. I was like struggling with the living situation so I couldn't, no, in Hong, in Hong Kong. Kong yeah. So uh, I couldn't really enjoy the orientation week yeah. there. But in Aberdeen, yeah, I guess there first year it was kind of the same but I feel like attended more events and I got to more better idea like oh what societies I wanted to do and going out to clubs was a big part in Aberdeen as well seeing the nightlife yeah um so I think feel like you can't compare them because they were so different one yeah. was actually freshers week the other was more like orientation yeah thanks very much <laughs> Thank that, was, so that was so much interesting you. really <laughs> nice talking to you Britain was mainly talking about her experience as almost an outside being in this environment because Un- uh, she yeah, didn't speak the language and somewhat unable to penetrate the locals. The local that sounded so group. sexual. Well, I mean, only in your maybe mind, don't really. use the word penetrate again. It's it's really it's really on you. I think <laughs> I think that I I think that that's a perfectly fine word to use if you're a mature person, but <laughs> clearly apparently I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah, but we see it here too, even with exchange students, not necessarily international students, but exchange mm-hmm. students sticking together because yeah. it's just easier. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, on the other point. hand, it's you have a melting pot here that you, I think you don't have elsewhere. Yeah, uh, we have I a, mean, so many international students here. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, exactly, the English as the first language of <clears> the UK is a really big reason for that. Yeah, it makes it easy for everyone to make friends and everything. Exactly, because I mean, yeah. if, you, if uh, the majority of 
people, if they have a second language, their second language is going to be English and they're normally very competent at it. So definitely for me, there's some fewer options for if I wanted to study somewhere else because you'd have to find somewhere where English was widely spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know any other languages. Yeah, very yeah. British thing. To only know English. To, to, to be monolingual, yeah. You don't Absolutely. need to know anything exactly. else. I don't need yeah. to know anything. I can just talk really loudly wow. and slowly and then everyone should understand what I'm saying. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us, Simon. Do you want to say a few words about yourself? Hi. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Uh, yeah, my name is Simon. If someone uh, prefers, you like, can call me Shimon, but it's quite a bit harder pronunciation. I'm a master's student doing genetics, but I finished my undergrad here as well. Yeah. So I'm quite familiar with the university so far. And you're Polish. Yes, I'm Polish. Yes. I'm from Warsaw. That's what we're after. So we're talking about um, what we have in, in the UK as fresh as we yeah. and what uh, equivalent countries have with regards to coming to university, getting settled in, um, learning the place, becoming a student. So in Poland, how does it work? What does it look like? All I know is pretty much from my friends. And well, you get the basic introduction, but there's no like a party culture. It really depends on the university. Here you have two universities and I think at least one college. Yeah. It's in Aberdeen. In Warsaw, it's definitely over a dozen. Wow. Everyone has its own welcome for the new students. Is There are some events that are much, much bigger uh, in size and they are more into gathering people from different universities. Also, another thing is that in Warsaw, you have lots of students that actually like are based in Warsaw. They are from here, so these people are less in the need of introduction. So, like, if these events are for students from different universities, I assume they're not arranged by the university. It's to be honest, a hard question. How are they funded? <laughs> Mostly, I think they are actually arranged by the bigger universities. Yeah. Uh, but in s- sort of cooperation, definitely students' unions have a lot of impact. Uh, but, well, I need to say that student unions here are much, much more powerful in oh, terms okay. of what students have to say. They're, they're mainly, mainly for organized entertaining. They don't have any power on, like, influencing how the things are going at the university. So there's no, like, political component of student organizations? Uh, not much of it. Okay. The impression you get from your friends, like, yeah. do they have a lot of sort of cross-university friendship? Definitely the networking that is worked out through a high school stay for a long time so you still are in the same kind of bubble that you just it depending on uh. you you can either expand or decrease so your friend group is mainly just based on yeah. the people you actually knew before you went to uni yes I know a lot of people from various universities but it's because I met them at the other institutions or like yes. through other friends of mine yeah yeah, yeah. So. it's very much the same at home at least I know a lot of people just go to uni and keep the friends they had beforehand mm-hmm. which is very different from here yeah sure thing is that here the number of students that are actually local is much much lower yeah. most of the people even scottish people are from other cities meaning that everyone is in sort of like similar situation so the definitely socializing in the first year is like the big bubble especially that like freshers year is quite easy in terms of education you have much more time for yourself from your own leisure yeah definitely it, there's more of an academic push yeah. in continental europe with the three-year degree and a lot and of classes so would you almost say that that might be a part of the reason why Polish people in in universities actually stick to the friend groups they've already made because you don't have time to create a new one? Yeah, that's another thing. I definitely would say that how my friends here live and how do they live in Poland. Everyone
everyone is really busy. Everyone is, if you want to like meet with someone, you usually arrange everything at least a week beforehand. But the summertime is definitely amazing uh, period of like sprouting of the cultural life and nightlife. Here, as you know, it's dead. Uh, it's dead pretty much because <laughs> students go home and yeah, the, all the nightlife goes quiet. So yes. is this outside of term time? Yeah, out, outside of term time usually. Yeah. And that's when the nightlife actually sprouts and cultural life. Because people have the time to go because out. Uh, exactly. See, and here everyone leaves. All major music events in Poland are actually in the summertime. Here, the summertime for students means between June to August. Uh, that's definitely, uh, that's, a, that's a purely Scottish phenomenon, the yeah. term time of September. Because in England, it's, it's October yeah. as well. Yeah. Exactly. We've Do been asking some of our other interviewees about the drinking culture. Yeah. And how much would you say that impacts the beginning of the university life in Poland? In UK, definitely there is a culture of pre-drink, so-called. <laughs> Clubs are the thing less popular in Poland. Uh, they are still many of them, and people like them, but they are not a center of nightlife. If, the, if nightclubs are not so central yeah. to, the, to the nightlife in Poland, what, what is central? Is it, is it bars, staying out late? Bars, restaurants, and during the springtime, uh, there is a slang word for it, planet, which means drinking outside. In the case of Warsaw, it's mostly concentrated on the riverside, Especially outside, that, yeah. Yeah, there are no restrictions on the buying alcohol over the time, which is quite something that st slows down the night. But in Poland, not really. I definitely remember all night long parties because every time alcohol was running out, someone could make a quick trip to the corner shop. Yeah, we have rules against that here. Yeah, so that there's no rules and you can buy alcohol any time of day. But it seems as if you have a general and more casual relationship to drinking. So would you think that it's more easy going into university as a non-drinker to actually make friends in your studies? Yes, because of the rich cultural life, you don't necessarily need to be drink. There are various cultural events that you are never obliged to like really drink. But here, sometimes I felt like to survive in the nightclub, you need to. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you cannot be sober hard. because otherwise you just want to run away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so did you, did you then think, oh, you know, I need to go and find other stuff other than just this 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 drinking thing that's going on. I am really, really like it that there is such a freedom and easiness to create societies. And there's a society for everything. Almost. Exactly. From your friends, does it seem like that's maybe lacking in Poland? The, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I talked to actually my friends about it and they said, literally, I wish that was here. I wish yeah. such, but there would be such societies, especially that here you feel the easiness to join the club. In Poland, sometimes even if there are like some sports clubs, feel like they are some sort of elite. You need to be, let's say, good yeah. at one sport to join oh, the I sports see, club. Here, there is no pressure. Join for trainings. Maybe you won't be a representative of the club, but so what? You can yeah. always have fun. Yeah. Exactly. So in, in terms of making friends, do you think it's easier here because of this Absolutely. wide option? Definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's easier to make friends. But that platform that a student's union provide is good. Definitely. That's interesting. Though. Yeah. And thank you so much, Simon, for coming on and talking to us. Do you think the way things are done in Poland could learn something from Scotland? or Definitely how the societies are here. Yeah. Actually, it should be an example to other universities around the world, yeah. how, how the students can be involved in creating life in society, because students are not just receivers of education. They are also part of uni yeah. university community. Yeah. So you, they're, more, they're too academically focused almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your sense that without these kinds of... Well,
ways of doing things that we have in the UK. Events and culture would be sort of dictated to the students rather than giving the students an opportunity to create the culture for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Students have a choice rather than they are presented with something and take it or leave it. Definitely. If there's something not, not, not there for you, you make it yourself. Yeah. And you find other people to do yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's really hard to do such initiatives on your own yes. if you don't have a proper platform. Yeah. Which, which the student unions provide. I feel as if I learned that they're actually also just a mechanism for people to find societies because societies exist here. Yeah. So it's like our branding opportunity for this for society. Yeah, no, I, I think that the the lack of societies, which is what particularly Simon and Britain had to talk about. Yeah. Is but that seemed the case of every single place we talked to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just can't even picture like how how would you even go about <laughs> spending your time in like No, I, mean, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. When I meet like, people here uh, who aren't involved in society I'm yeah. like, what do you do with your free time? I have five classes a week. Or just how do you know the people that you know? Good point. Like, Good point. Do you just go to a bar and start talking to someone? Like, that's, that's way, way too awkward for Morgan. He couldn't ever do that. That's not socially feasible for anyone. I, I don't on. know. Okay, okay, okay. Do, uh, I feel like I've definitely it, met a friend at a bar at some point. Yeah, our friend, okay, but like talking about <laughs> a whole forming a new friend group. Yeah, maybe when not. You at university. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. You, you're really painting me like I'm some sort of weird person, but. He's I'm, not. I'm He's just British. Social. I think the distinguishing feature of Freshers' Week as compared to other introductory weeks in different places is that it's very much a focus on the on the social component. 100%. It's making friends because the, the everyone is, is moving. Friends. Exactly. Yeah. And I I suppose it's typically it's quintessentially British in that sense in that the primary means through which you do that is uh, going out I don't think that's that British it seemed quite universal yes uh, true but I think to, to have a week <laughs> to have a week that is specifically allocated and has mm-hmm. such a connotation to it yeah I would hazard to say I'm not, I mean I'm not I'm not an anthropologist but would ha- is a product of the British relationship with alcohol. Oh, because you guys are awkward, too. You need it. <laughs> you can't talk to people without it. Yes. Now, we'd like to really thank all the people who helped us produce this podcast. And first of all, is our executive producer, Vicky Corbecca, who headhunted us, made all of this happen. Um, then we have our sound guy, Lesse Rasmussen, who's Danish, which is why I'm saying his name like that. It's a skill I have. Um, and our graphic designer, Davina Stoyanova. I hope that was right. And the Aberdeen Student Radio for letting us use their studios to record because otherwise we don't know what we'd do. Otherwise we'd be doing it on an iPhone and we'd sound like shit. It'd be very sad. That's the main point, I think. 